0: Hey everyone, so I'm Tesla Herbert, and today we are joined by Brian from My Tesla Weekend. It's a very popular YouTube channel. And I think you're going to want to watch this interview today. This is a very special opportunity, I think, to learn from one of the most intelligent and thorough analysis of not only various things about Tesla, but specifically, I've never seen anyone do such deep dive research on Tesla's gigafactories. And I do think, Brad, if I could say so, I think you're in my opinion, you're the foremost expert here. I don't know anyone else that that just knows so much about these Gigafactories. Uh, Specifically, I'm very, very excited to learn more about your 11-year tracker that you started in 2018. So this is a detailed prediction and accurate analysis of the number of production vehicles that we're gonna expect from each of the Gigafactories all the way to 2032. Again, I've not seen anybody do this kind of detailed analysis. So I think if you can, uh, please watch and check out Brian's uh, very popular YouTube channel. He's got one called My Tesla Weekend, and then he's got a second one called My Tesla Live as well. So in these channels, he covers uh, everything from factory construction. um, But I love his rebuttals to bear cases. He calls that hunting wild bears. the news of the week, he does interviews, and of course he does these live streams as well. So welcome, Brian, hello. Thank you, thank you, I'm glad to be here, Herbert. Thank you, Brian, so let's get right to it. I've never really seen anyone else um, in the Tesla community retail or even like institutional analysts for that matter who can do a detailed analysis, uh, particularly for Tesla's gigafactory construction. So let's start with why did you decide to track construction How did this come about and why is this important?
1: So before I had my channel, I was watching the drone footage over Shanghai and all the bears were saying, uh, this is, this is, they're just pushing dirt around. There's no actual progress. Well, they've done a few footings, but it's nothing. And I, and I was like, it's a grid. I should count them just for my own benefit. And I never did because that's a very massive undertaking for just for no reason. And as And then, of course, the factory finished. So when Texas broke ground, I thought maybe now is the time to see if see if the math works, if I can track it.
0: So that that was the very first topic that got you interested and started your YouTube channel. This was when? 2020?
1: Yes. 2020. There were two things that I wanted to see and I recommended them to other channels um, and they weren't interested. And (laughs) now that I see how much work it was, (laughs) I can understand why. The other was the weekly side by side footage comparing two factor, you know, two week, a week of progress. And that is quite a bit of work in the edit, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of valuable information.
0: Yeah. So how accurate do you think you are?
1: Well, when it came to Texas, uh, ridiculously accurate, I guess would be the, would be the answer. Um, within within weeks of accurate, when it first when the track first started, there was only a handful of above ground steel columns. A, f- a handful of squares had actually gone up, yeah. and at that point, I said, uh, "Yeah, it's going to be right around the end of December, early January," and
0: that's when deliver that's when production actually began. So, uh, how do you how do you get this information? You said that there's you follow certain people that have drones. Do you have special sure. intelligence about construction? I have no special intelligence about instructions. (laughs) It's all from
1: the air. What I did is I looked at uh, the work they did in Shanghai, and I just created a model, and then I would go back and watch old footage and test my my numbers until they worked.
0: Yeah.
1: And then how do you know what they're building?
0: Mm. An
1: extra month for interior completion, thinking Texas can't do the interior as quick as Shanghai, but surely Mm. within a month, and that was the margin of error, is it was a little more than a
0: month. They were a little slower on the interior than Shanghai was. Okay,
1: so you started with the Shanghai,
0: then you did this with. Did you do it in Berlin as well? As well, as I did Western? not
1: do it in Berlin, and a good mm. thing because the numbers would have been way off because <laughs> the shutdown happened right part way through. The shutdown happened, and then you've got months of idle time, and their permitting process is substantially slower. So it wouldn't. It would have been an embarrassment, mm. but
0: it's all learning lessons, and it helps me dial it in for the next one. Gotcha. And then f- I'm assuming that because of your detailed analysis and following these, uh, g- the Gigafactory construction itself, that then that led to you estimating the car's production deliveries, when they're going to come out?
1: Um. So no, I started, uh, I, that's another one that I've been doing since way before the channel. And my numbers were always very good. Yeah. So I started doing it for the channel. And when I had 600, 700 subscribers, something like that, I put out my first quarterly or my second quarterly production. So I guess I had maybe 1500 subscribers and I missed by 91 cars (laughs) when the big names were missing by like 6%, 5%. Yeah. And it was because I was counting the, uh, I don't know if you saw this video, but the, the, uh, heat exchangers on the roof, I went back and counted how many of them were in motion in Shanghai the entire quarter. And that gate, and that told me, Shanghai production's going to be higher than what the estimates are saying, period. Brian, this
0: is brilliant. You, you should be working for like a, one of these big atlas firms that <laughs> track the thought. That's, they're, that's they're, pretty smart. Their objective is
1: to get you to trade, not to get you to make money. That's true.
0: And then are you if you had the chance, would you actually fly down and have you done that to actually do your own reconnaissance?
1: Um I'm not as good in the air as those guys are, I'm sure. And I don't own a drone. Um, I have been to Fremont and hmm. Giga Nevada and Giga Texas. Yeah. And uh, one of these days, I'll get to actually go inside of one of them.
0: <laughs> well, you were there at Giga Texas, right? Yeah.
1: I was there, but I did not get
0: to go inside. OK. One day I'll tell you the story of, oh, I got so many people in. <laughs> you've, you've told me the story, and you <laughs> swore me to secrecy. <laughs> That's amazing that you're very, very accurate. And then I've seen your detailed Excel spreadsheets. Like, how did you even learn how to be, like, so proficient in this? And how did you know how to, you know, you said you were doing this before you even did your YouTube channel. So this was an interest of yours? Oh, sure.
1: So in college, uh, University of Washington, I took a class on teaching Excel to high school students (laughs) and learned an awful lot about it. And then in my first job out of college, uh, all of our orders were written up. On paper. So I copied it into Excel and all of a sudden we're way more efficient. Then I worked at a bank. And in okay, Q3 knows. of 1999, they told us the input thing is not Y2K compliant. We'll get your replacement in Q1, maybe Q2. So six months of handwriting, good faith estimates. No, 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 my friend. Yeah. So I made an Excel spreadsheet that could do the same 20 minute job in five minutes. And then I was like, well, I got the numbers. Let's start doing some deeper, deeper, deeper math, which yeah. made it which made me very successful. That's, that's awesome. Like I get you now. And, and in terms of spreadsheets, I got to tell you, I track everything in spreadsheets. My vacation plans, my <laughs>
0: resolutions, everything goes into a spreadsheet. You know, every we need somebody like you because I'm not going to do it, but you do it. And I want to watch your channel so I can see your answers. I don't need to do all the work that you do. Um, so let's get back to construction again, and then I'll I want to get right into the actual uh, output of your prediction for the number of cars. I love that you do the construction, and I think that with that knowledge, you are you know, there's a little bit of an extra uh, understanding of production and why your production numbers might be more accurate than others. But so back to construction, like, well, tell, let's go through the each factories, Tell me about what you think. Is happening. Um, So you know, is Giga Shanghai complete? Uh, Are they? I know that that they've announced a second one. But before we talk about the Giga Shanghai two, Giga Shanghai one, what's your thoughts on the COVID scenario and what's happening there? So I don't have thoughts on the COVID scenario
1: because it's a fluid situation, and you never know what China's going to do. In terms of is Giga Shanghai's main site done? Yes, as done as a as a Tesla factory ever is, because they're out of land, and there are they're retooling it right now
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: for higher production, and once that's done, I think they'll
0: start working on the next one. What is their production numbers now, and what do you expect to happen in the next year or two? So we saw seventy eight thousand
1: in June, which puts them at a run rate of pushing up close to a million. Mm. I expect at least a 20% bump, because the Model 3 line, the original Giga Shanghai Phase 1, is mostly one floor. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's of a Tesla 2.0 style, where the Model Y building is a 3.0, and Texas and and Berlin are probably a 4.0, or a 3.5 at least. So I see a lot of room for improvement on the Model 3 line over there. And we Mm -hmm. may see them switch to mega castings and structural packs. Don't know. Seems like a big jump to get done in two weeks.
0: Mm.
1: But it's possible.
0: So you're tracking this as close as possible as well? You have sequ- oh. Do you have people um, <laughs> that you're aware of and you're tracking? Right.
1: Talk- I have no sources. I have no insiders. Mm. I know there are, the bigger channels get some insiders. I've got a guy in Giga, Nevada who gives me very, very limited information that's generally not helpful
0: enough for much more than background. Yeah. But it's exciting and I appreciate it. That's awesome. Okay, that's Giga Shanghai. Tell us about uh, Giga Berlin. Is that at max? What are they producing today? Are they going to be additional? How fast will they grow? So we know they got to 1,000 a week, and we know they're going to be
1: expanding beyond that. Uh, They're they're also retooling right now, um, and they're nowhere close to maxed out the way Shanghai Mm -hmm. is.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Berlin should be capable of, I mean... At least a thousand a day, in excess of a thousand a day. The square footage is larger than Fremont, but Fremont is as optimized as it can get. Mm-hmm. But they've already got plans, permits in, to start phase two, and move forward into the woods to the north of the of the building. Right. So the capacity there, mm-hmm. you know, this year we'll see some decent numbers. Next, by the end of next year, it'll be fully ramped, easily thousand plus a day.
0: Okay, gotcha. And then Giga Texas, what are they doing today? And so,
1: what they're doing today, they've still got that this huge southwest corner where nothing is going on yet. That could be the Cybertruck line, but Mm -hmm. they've got, they are, they are cranking, and I'm guessing they're around 150 units a day already, which would be a little bit ahead of what we know to be the case. Uh, But but they're just moving so quick. They do have the cathode building that they're building uh, in the northeast of the site. And that's just to build one part for the battery that apparently is in short supply. And then, of course, they've got the on-site battery factory, which is already in operation. In Berlin, I should have mentioned, their battery factory should be coming online right around the end of the year based on...
0: What's the battery factory in Berlin?
1: Uh, so it is a separate building in the southeast of the site. Uh, And it's got, you know, the typical 45 degree angle on it there. So it goes, there's the main building, there's a small motor works building. And then next to that is the battery building.
0: What do you mean by the 45 degree angle?
1: Oh, you know how uh, Tesla likes to make their factories in the shape of an emerald.
0: Well, yeah, I thought it was a battery.
1: (laughs) Oh, my wife has a has a portable battery charger that looks just like it. But uh, it's it's. So the main
0: gotcha. building the in, Giga,
1: yeah. in Giga Berlin, you know, has that forty five degree angle on the where the entrance is. Yeah. All the way over on the other side, where the battery factory is, it's got the other forty five.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, God, you have so much knowledge. I've got my I've, I've got so many questions all popping out right at one time here. But uh, I want to stick to the battery. So why is a cathode battery so important that that factory that you've been tracking to every week or whatever every two weeks you follow up and you update it and you're saying today it's the size of Home Depot why is that important and why are you tracking it so closely what's Um, it going to do once it completes it's really not
1: that important Uh, (laughs) this is the part that they've been buying from someone else that they just can't apparently get cheap enough or in great enough supply i'm tracking it because it's what i do you know why did ducks quack my friend (laughs) can't help it
0: gotcha but cathode so the cathode batteries is so tell me about the battery factory so there's there's a cathode battery in texas and then there's where else are they? Nevada. So the
1: cathode, the cathode is Germany. just part of the
0: battery. There's the okay.
1: cathode, the anode. You know, uh, right. pay, I mean, there's all these different pieces. This is just one piece of the battery. And in Giga Texas, in the northwest corner, that whole top corner is the forty-six eighty battery production mm. area. Yeah, uh, that is a replica of the uh, facility at Cato Road near the Fremont factory, hmm. real close to it, and. They're going to replicate the Texas version in Berlin, and they've already started loading equipment into that building, even though the walls are just getting finished now.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, before we get to the actual predictions of the actual numbers of production, each of these factories, what is your estimate for the when they're, when they're in full production? What are you expecting from Shanghai, from Berlin, from Texas, from Fremont? Okay. Oof. So I'm, (laughs) that's great. What is this capacity or expected production numbers? So
1: so Fremont is approaching its capacity. Mm. Um, There's some secret sauce in the 11 year production tracker that I, that you may have seen when I sent (laughs) you that preview. Uh, So they're about maxed out. They could probably go up another 10, 15%. The, The S and X lines could be optimized. The three is still not using the uh mega casting on the front so hmm. there's a little bit of room i'd say at most 20% more they could get to 6 650 in fremont without major reconstruction this is per year yeah per year yes okay. thank you 650,000 a year in fremont hmm. in shanghai million million one out of the main factory with another factory coming soon nearby and it may already be under construction and we just don't know That's something that would not surprise me from Tesla. You
0: don't don't have any drone (laughs) buddies that are exciting you drone videos.
1: The drone guys do look at nearby construction to see how it ties in. And we do know that less than a mile away, CATL has a new factory going up, which may be providing cells to Tesla. It would make sense. Then Berlin.
0: Yeah. So wait, wait, you um, said Shanghai, you said one to two million?
1: I said 1.2 million 1. for the 2. main 2. building. You're very precise. And then double it again for the second one. Gotcha. And then in Berlin, I'd say about a million, maybe a little under. No, I'd say about a million because it's going to be structural much sooner, if not more or less out of the gate yeah. and with the mega casting. So I'd say another million, million two out of Berlin before expansion, double it again with expansion. And then yeah, Texas, same story. Uh, Sandy Monroe thinks nine hundred thousand. I think that's low
0: for the one gigafactory that's supposed to be massive. How come it's only nine hundred thousand versus Shanghai?
1: Well, that's why I said it sounds kind of low. One reason is a big chunk of the factory is not for production of vehicles but mm. production of batteries.
0: Gotcha. For, for so Texas supplies batteries for the other. They will only be supplying batteries for themselves. Well then, okay. And Berlin has their own
1: battery supply coming online. Uh, Shanghai has been buying batteries from uh, CATL. And um, yeah. And every, the top five major battery manufacturers in the world who make lithium ion cells are all selling to Tesla.
0: Right. Okay. And then are you aware of any other battery um, factories that is going to be built by Tesla? Giga Nevada is still
1: uh, the one that's providing all the cells for Fremont and presumably for the mega packs. And I know they're making them for the semis as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a big boy. And it's got, it never filled out to its original intended footprint because design efficiencies allowed them to use a much smaller footprint to achieve even higher output.
0: Okay,
1: So Tesla will be in the top five battery manufacturers in the world for lithium ion shortly.
0: What do you mean, shortly? What are we waiting for? Two years, three. At most, uh-huh. and, and that's even was... with the other
1: guys ramping.
0: W- what other guys? Oh, yeah. the
1: battery manufacturers: Panafa- Panasonic, Panasonic, yeah, Samsung, okay. yeah, LG, CATL, yeah, and BYD. Gotcha. The and
0: then, so who? So when those man- other manufacturers, so Tesla creates their own batteries, and then you didn't say whether or not you knew if they're going to add another battery factory. That's a possibility. My
1: belief is every. Factory they build from now on will have a battery factory. Gotcha, gotcha. It's
0: part of the whole. It's the whole idea of input output thing. Gotcha. Okay. Materials in the front door. Yeah, raw materials in, finished products out. Makes makes sense. And then the other uh, vendors, the third party vendors that they're partnered with. uh, Are you familiar with like? Are they partnered with any other OEMs and um, you know, Lucid or Rivian?
1: Um, Yes, all of the big battery companies are non-exclusive. So Panasonic provides cells to a lot of people. One problem becomes for the big uh, companies is Volkswagen comes in, they need batteries. We don't have the capacity. We have to build a factory just for you. Mm-hmm. Ford comes in, they want a kajillion batteries. They went with the number six producer SK innovations. That's a runner up. My friend, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, uh, <laughs> You went home with the ugly girl. I mean, good <laughs> for you, you went home, you ain't going home alone, but uh, it's difficult for any of them. But they're, they're all non-exclusive. BYD is making their own electric cars with their own electric batteries, but they've also entered into an agreement to provide Tesla with batteries
0: in Shanghai. Yeah, but what I heard, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I heard that these 30-party vendors have partnered with Tesla because they're the big producer right now and they have the big need, and they probably locked them, lock them down for long-term contracts. And without a doubt. Without a doubt. But they obviously want to sell to other manufacturers other than just Tesla, but I've heard that they can only really take in one or two other, like you said, Volkswagen and, you know, Rivian. And then that's it. The rest, they're not going to be able to, you know, they'll be like way back in line at some point. And they're all going to be, like you said, looking for somebody else to create them, the batteries.
1: So agree completely, though. I would say you would, you would want to partner with one big company and then any other small companies you want, because trying to take on both Tesla and Volkswagen would be too much. It'd be yeah, too many, so That's my too point. much demand.
0: Yeah, Tesla's already Aruvian, got kind of cracked. Yeah,
1: and like you were saying, because Tesla is all in on EVs and the biggest dog in town, they are the buyer of choice. Yeah. If you have if you're short this month, you don't want to short your best customer. Right. But Rivian Lucid, have first Lucid, they can wait a month. Awesome.
0: Okay, well, there's so many more questions I have on the factories. And again, you're you're showing your strength, man. I don't know anyone else who knows this inside out. I could ask you what carpet they have, you'd probably be able to answer. <laughs> but uh, let's get to the 11 year tracker. So you started this in 2018. You've got kind of guesses and estimates of the number of cars that are being produced by gigafactory by year. You did it all the way to 2032. And then you what I love about what you did was you also show it not only. In the neutral and bull and ultra bull cases, which is what most people will do, you did you, you did everything from ultra bear to uh yeah. bear ultra bear, to bear, bear base case,
1: old case, ultra bull.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the, so so I had it in 2018. I wasn't yeah. using it then. I, I didn't publish it then. I only decided to publish it last year. Um All right. the ultra bear case is important because what if everything goes wrong? Right. And as you saw in my ultra bear case, if everything goes wrong, they're only a top 10 auto manufacturer. <laughs> That's on the strength of what they already have today. If they execute pretty good on just what they have today, yeah. the ultra bull case or the ultra bear case is they become just a top 10 top global 10. manufacturer of cars.
0: That's a compared to uh, cars that are, oh, oh yeah, like uh, ice cars, not just EVs. This yeah. is just. all cars, all cars, yeah, I love that. Because getting into the top 20 only requires, I think,
1: well, as of 2018, you only had to get to, I think, uh, 2 million was, I think Mitsubishi was at the bottom with 2 million a year. uh, Well, that whole market has compressed because the shutdown hurt everybody except Tesla. Who had already plotted a course 50% year over year. Mm. They didn't cancel their supply orders. So while everyone else was contracting, Tesla maintained their pace, not because, uh, not because not because the other guys were faltering, but because that was their plan all along. Gotcha. It's just their market share expanded because the other guys collapsed, imploded mm-hmm. so bad. Mm.
0: Oh. All right, so you, you started 2018 for yourself. You just released it in publicly last year, and I know that you only offer this to Patreon members. You gave me a sneak peek. But how accurate are you? Uh, let's say 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, right? How right. accurate have you been? Um, So what, what I was looking at before was my
1: guideline, uh, before I broke it down by factory, before I knew what all the factories were, was I was looking at, Every year, they had increased by the amount of the previous two years.
0: Hmm.
1: So in 2018, they did the volume of 2017 plus 16, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and so on and so on since forever. And that roughly correlates with that 50% year over year. Now, Mm -hmm. I didn't see Elon's... When the stock went public, he was interviewed on the street by some tech reporter, some finance reporter, Mm -hmm. and... She well, what kind of volume do you think you can get? And he said, oh, I think, you know, a half million by 2020. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Yeah, what? 50% year over year for the next eight years. Okay, so, uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. I mean, that's ridiculous. You can't <laughs> do that. Yep. You can't. And, and it was on the dot. It was on the dot. So, yeah, my... That fifty percent will fall apart yes. as anything that grows like that will moore's law can't hold didn't hold out forever uh because you reach practical limits- Can, Elon wants to get to twenty million by twenty thirty
0: mm-hmm.
1: nobody makes twenty million cars mm-hmm. um I don't think anyone has ever made twenty million cars
0: I think Toyota makes ten million a year $10-ish.
1: g m yeah. makes tenish yeah and um and GM was at one time the biggest car manufacturer in the world, and they still didn't make $20 million. Mm. world was a lot smaller at the time, but yeah.
0: Okay. But also and GM and so, at the
1: time was bragging, we have so 100 we, models.
0: You, when you first started this, you weren't trying to do accuracy. You were just trying to track it first.
1: Yes. Yes. And I would put out what the targets were and then just verify them, basically.
0: Okay. Let's let's walk it through, if you don't mind. Um, Let's walk it through. You said ultra bear worst case scenario by twenty thirty. I saw your numbers four million. If everything goes wrong, like just you know high level, what is everything going wrong? Um, No expansion. Um, Modest. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: If that assumes that Berlin does not expand, Mm -hmm. that assumes that Texas does not expand. Mm-hmm. that assumes that shanghai does not expand mm-hmm. and that assumes that everything they're doing now they just kind of execute on it a little bit better than before mm-hmm. because just those factories ex- can get you to write about 4 million without any kind of growth just Very just get them running we'll hit it okay and that's the worst case scenario
0: yes that's awesome yeah so so let's see if the cars if 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 by 2030 they're producing uh 4 million cars right now they're producing 1 million and in january it was 1 million probably this year is 1.5 and the stock is at 700 if right and i mean so maybe it should be four times where we are today that's worst case scenario by 2030 just like cars
1: growth yes That's not, if it, if FSD hits before 2030, oh, yeah, yeah. hold on to your butt. Uh, <laughs> and it's well, but right, but it's not valued as a car company. It's valued by, as all these other things, right? And they're still making mega packs. They're still making power walls. They're still doing well, all the other do things. Don't do any of that, but just car sales. 4X by 2030 mm-hmm. seems modest. seems like an ultra bear case.
0: <laughs> okay. Before we move on to the next one. What is it? Are you a neutral? Are you like? I think the most realistic for you is it the neutral one or is it the bull? Um. If you had to bet, which one are you betting on? I would bet neutral, just okay. just because
1: there are too many unknowns. Uh-huh. You know, if if you had asked me to bet on last quarter before the quarter started, um, I would have bet uh, bear or ultra bear and been desperately wrong because of the unforeseen shutdown. Okay. Well, we'll keep it a secret for now, for like the next two minutes. Well, and minutes. also, I just want to say the bear and the ultra bear would make them large on a, you know, we're talking, they're not the next Apple. They're not the next Google. They're the next Dutch East India company. Okay,
0: <laughs> You're saying even with the bear and the ultra bear uh, cases? Uh, sorry, I meant with the bull. With the, the bull, bull, bull and the ultra bull,
1: they're gotcha. the next. Thank you for the correction. Yes, okay. Yeah. They're the Mars East India
0: Company. (laughs) Which is the largest company ever in the world at that point. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I just spoke with Warren. He's an ultra bull. I like the fact that you are this time a neutral. You're not trying to, you know, you're much more realistic. And we won't share the number yet for neutral until we get there. So just hang on, guys, for two more minutes. Keep you in suspense. So let's talk uh, bear so what is the bear case what is your thinking of what would the house different from ultra bear and what are the numbers
1: well i don't have it in front of me i know um but
0: the but i can grab it <laughs> let me well yeah i can tell your bear for for 2030 was six million right
1: i'll, I'll grab it here I've, I've got it okay okay i gotta make this a little easier to read Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, So you're asking about
0: uh, bull or
1: bear? What are we asking?
0: We just did ultra bear. I want to do bear now. Oh, okay. So,
1: yes. So uh, this would be the exact same thing, Hmm. except expansion based on the plans we know. So Shanghai would expand. Um. And actually, this didn't include Berlin and Texas because the plans hadn't been finalized yet. And Texas still hasn't been finalized, but Berlin has been since this was updated. So this takes us up quite a bit because, you know, you've got a whole additional factory and the ramp is still going. And the other thing that these uh, have, the secret sauce we were talking about, is I believe that sometime in the next year or two, Mm. uh, Fremont will undergo a major renovation, Mm to better utilize the space available, get rid of some of the tents and replace them with multi-floor structures mm. that are of the new design.
0: Mm. Okay, so let's clarify. The, your bare case, you have added in the Giga Shanghai 2, which was announced. You've added in the Giga Berlin expansion of the extra uh, uh, acres that they bought, that they've got approval for. But in you the one I sent
1: you? in the one i sent you it did not yet include berlin's expansion so just giga shanghai 2 just giga shanghai 2 just expanding only with well understood plans
0: and then no no expansion in texas no expansion in berlin no expa- even though it's been announced and then you're just taking the existing factories in each of those and just doing an, a very nice simple growth a plan. very
1: small growth a quick ramp through the end of 2023 and okay. then and then Modest improvements
0: thereafter. Okay, that, that's a bear case. I agree with you uh, With that I think that's that would uh, cover if there is additional COVID uh, You know Scenarios that continue to get hit and I'll be putting out a new one of these in the next few days
1: and mm-hmm. it will the the new bear case will include Expansion in
0: Berlin. Okay. Okay, so and it'll be very slow in your existing one that I saw, which is what you did in May, this is before the addition of the Berlin or the Texas, like we said, you are predicting six million by 2030. That's my bear case, six million. Six million. So today we are at one, right? Uh, we'll probably right. hit. What, what's your prediction of where we're going to be by the end of this year, 2022? 1. 1.4. 1. Okay. 1.3 to 1.4. And that includes a shutdown in COVID that already happened. Is that going to include a little bit of potential for shutdown in COVID for the next Q3, Q4? Are you assuming, if nothing else, that?
1: I'm assuming it won't. I believe the appetite on the ground in Shanghai for another shutdown is such that the powers that be are a little (laughs) fearful of
0: trying it again. Let's hope you're right. We'll see. Okay. And so you're saying 1.4, very reasonable. I think uh, people were all shooting for 1.5, yeah, 1.6 at 1.7, and then now it's about 1.4. Yeah. Okay. So if we're at 1.4 by the end of 2022, and then you're saying the bear case is by 2030, eight years later, there'll be 6 million production. And again, that's existing factories. There's no new factories anymore. There's just chugging along with what they have now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well there there would be a
1: second one in Shanghai right
0: okay well let's yeah. talk about that Shanghai for a bit here so the second one tell me about that one tell me what you know about it I what I heard was that it's Giga Shanghai too but it's actually not in the same location as Giga Shanghai it's far away but is it you earlier you sounded like you're saying that it was actually not too far away
1: um it is almost certainly in the Pudong district which is a very large space but it's there's plenty of land there that is as yet undeveloped.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is not very likely that it would be adjacent to the original site, mm-hmm. but it could certainly be within a mile or two. Oh, okay. And if there there's a lot of available land, and uh, in China, uh, property ownership is not a thing. <laughs> yeah. No one owns land. Yeah. So when... Government decides when to sell they say it. your
0: lease is up,
1: your mm. lease is up, and yeah. someone else leases the land.
0: So, okay, so I did not know that. I thought it was like, you know, tens of miles away, but you're saying it's just probably within five it miles. It could away, be, maybe. but it. But I don't see why it would. Okay. And then Giga Shanghai 2, how large is it going to be? Is it basically a carbon copy of Giga Shanghai?
1: I would say it's probably more like a gar- carbon copy of Giga Texas. What? I honestly think, why not? What? Well, Giga Shanghai was cobbled together. It was, it was built in phases. There's no need to build in phases anymore.
0: Okay, uh, you're you're blowing my mind here for a second here. So you said earlier, Giga Shanghai is 1.2 million cars, right? At capacity, right? Giga Texas, what was your number there for? Uh, about it- the same,
1: but the difference is that the second factory in Shanghai would probably be building. The twenty-five thousand dollar car, which would come out much faster.
0: And then, when you say it's the same size as Giga Texas, though, that you mean the the land area, which allows. No, them I mean, to the square footage of, of the building itself. And then, how big of a how big of a difference is square footage of Giga Texas versus Shanghai? They're almost identical. Oh, Shanghai okay. is a hair
1: larger, okay. excluding the cathode building.
0: Okay. So it's basically almost the same as Giga Shanghai. Almost the same. Square footage. Square footage. Okay. I guess what I blew me away was I thought you meant to say that, you know, it's the same land area as Giga Texas, which is no, the mile no, no. by mile. No, no, no. You won't yeah.
1: get that in Shanghai.
0: Gotcha. Okay. 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 <laughs> Got me all excited there for a second. <laughs> okay. All right. So Giga, Te- Giga Shanghai. Uh, okay. So this is great. Bear K 6 million. 6 million. 2030. Uh, nobody's going to freak out if you said that they're going to do six million. The only one that people are freaking out is twenty million. When they, and that, like, like you said, Elon sort of said that aspirationally—that's what they're shooting for. Um, sure. And again, well, if if it's at six million versus we're at one right now, maybe it's going to be th- at least three times, four times the stock needs to catch up, right? Right. So. Right. And uh, to
1: get to and and, and again, bear this is the bear case. Six million would make them, what a top five global auto producer, and I think even even the actual bulls would agree. That's
0: that's within arm's reach. Yeah. the 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 argument there, though, is um, if we can do a little slight detour here, is that they are you when you say yeah they're top five OEM or uh, global auto manufacturer sounds great, but in terms of that's the stock. And market cap, right? right. Uh, the, you know, like our, you know, everybody's saying that Tesla's stock is already, you know, whatever ten times the largest. It's way off base, compared sure. to just a car manufacturer. Sure, but again,
1: they've got a virtual power plant with twenty-five thousand eligible participants coming online in California yeah. in the next month or two. Yeah, there, there are still people who think Tesla is a car company. There are a lot of things and one of their divisions is cars. Yeah. It's their biggest one currently, but in the future, again, when self, if automation is perfected, if they're the even second or third mover in the space, they will already have millions of cars on the road in which it can just be enabled while the other guys are trying to sort out who's going to actually build them. And then, you know, the mega packs, there's, there's, and we, and again, we still haven't talked about the bot. There's yeah. so many other products. Yeah, no, I mean, and no. one reason these numbers are kind of getting to me to be, to feel a little irrelevant yes. is I think we're going to see two paradigm shifts between now and 2030. Right. Exactly. That make us go, remember when we used to count cars? <laughs> Those were interesting times. What was that about?
0: <laughs> so as you know, you and I, you've been participating in calls with me for, and I've been doing interviews and my own YouTube channels and so forth. And uh, we, we talk about everything, of course, robo-taxi, bots, energy, right? Um, all the things that Tesla is going to be able to get into, insurance, uh, we all agree that it's going to be a paradigm shift. But the reason I'm having this and then resetting it just so everybody knows. Yeah, it's not like we don't know. <laughs> we know that Tesla's business model is going to just wipe out everyone. We're just trying to take a stair-step approach. That's all I'm trying to do, right? Understand the manufacturing, production of cars, bare case. The reason I bring this up is that I have a friend who is, got a Tesla, big fan of Tesla. And they, he, he is a tech guy, software developer guy. And he said to me just a few months ago, he said, I, I don't want to invest in Tesla. And I said, okay, why not? <laughs> you know, I'm going to get triggered, right? And he said, the reason is because I think that Tesla is, the competition is coming. And Tesla's two uh, car is priced premium too high. Uh, they, they're they're going to lose the sub 50000 to these OEMs. And that's the big majority of the market. And so then that's when I said, well, okay, let's go through the math here. Tesla only has 2% of the, all global sales. They're already at this point. Market cap. Let's assume that the market cap's wrong. Now, I'll give it to you. Let's say that the market cap's only at five hundred instead of a trillion dollars. Okay, let's do five hundred dollars instead of seven hundred dollars right now. Let's let's agree that that's the case. Well, do you think that Tesla's market cap, just on cars alone, let's ignore everything else. Okay, how where it's going to be in three to five years? Right. So it's going to go from two percent to maybe let's let's give you the let's give you the best scenario where the, the OEMs do come up with a competition. And they do, and Tesla does not have a low-end variant. So they end up with, what, 20% of the market? Even 10% of the market. Well, the 2% to 10% is 5x, you know? And so you're still going to see a five times doubling in your stock if this happens. And so that's, that's what I mean. Like, I'm just bear, I'm just entertaining the bears, the, the Tesla Qs, and the people who don't think this can happen. So we bring it back down to just, just car manufacturing. Just ignore all the other things. For
1: now well and let's say some of that's baked in let's say the first 2x is baked in but the next 2x probably is not yeah and is your stock is what you're investing in really going to give you 300 400 returns in the next seven years eight years uh, unless your answer is yes for sure i think you're betting on the wrong horse yeah that's why that's why i'm so
0: heavy into tesla yeah, I agreed. You knew we're all bulls here. So let's, let's keep, keep it to the bears. Okay, let's go. Bear case scenario, 6 million. Let's tell me about your neutral case.
1: Neutral case, modest growth, additional phases in Shanghai and Berlin and Texas. So we know Shanghai and Berlin are definitely getting additional phases. Texas, it's just a matter of time. Uh, yeah, that gives us, again, no crazy jumps or anything. Mostly, uh, it's it's announced. It's built, it ramps, and then just small growth after that. Okay. And the neutral case. Yeah. Ten point seven million. Ten point seven million. That's awesome. The largest manufacturer in the world. Gotcha. Again. The largest car maker, because they've they don't even need to buy land for this. I assume Shanghai second property is is already sorted out. Mm-hmm. This is all known or reasonably well understood. Yeah. With just today's technology. This doesn't account for, you know, the, this doesn't even really take into account the compact, which would use substantially fewer batteries and f- less, less atoms of actual materials. And it's going to come out quicker and it's, and the units are going to fly faster. <laughs> 10 million, 10 yeah. 10.7, biggest car maker in the world, base case.
0: So even so I the, uh, I was ar- I was going to argue with you that your base case your neutral case is actually a bear case <laughs> because only, only two
1: people who don't follow this as as obsessively as you
0: and I <laughs> the, the reason if you why this, yeah. you you know that we're not crazy No this is not crazy at all in fact the reason I'm saying it's bear is because everybody seems to assume that oh it's 2022 they're not going to build any more factories anymore like they did in the last four years. They're not going to build right. any new cars like they, they've been, you know, kind of like uh, building and rolling out. And yes, there's been delays in Cybertruck five years. And I think part of the reason why people are like thinking there's not going to be a net new brand new car coming anymore and that they're stuck at the premium level, Model S, Model X and Y, the, the cheapest car is the three, and that they're not going to create a sub you know 25,000 a compact car that's going to hit the lower market why why do people assume that as if tesla's going to just stand still they're going to keep you know uh, progressing because they don't know about the s curve And they don't understand how
1: these price reductions work. What are the most expensive parts of the car? mm -hmm. Well, there's the manufacturing itself, which they've simplified with mega castings. There's the battery, which they've uh, reduced costs and added improvements of every kind in the 4680, especially if it's structural. And then there's all the FSD hardware, which is outrageously expensive, as all computers are today. What's that chipset cost five years from now, Mm -hmm. 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. Especially when the dies are all paid off and it's and it's humming like a charm, the chips are going to be yeah. just like ten it, cutting edge chip from from eight years ago. How much does it cost today?
0: Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, and it's the cheap. current mar, car, uh, gross margin is at thirty two percent versus right. most OEMs. They're at seven percent. Right. Uh, or so less.
1: even if even if those assumptions are right, you know, well the average car is under thirty grand. Check them numbers, my friend. In in last year, the average price was forty seven. Right, everything went up. Everything went up, but uh, and then you've got your your savings in fuel, your savings in maintenance. Right, it can be a little more expensive and still be cheaper. Yeah, my but point. Tesla is, yeah. uniquely has the opportunity to drop costs on their existing products and
0: still be profitable. And that well, that was my point. my f- point to my friend as well? Is that okay? You're assuming that. Uh, Tesla will not get into the low end market. Well, that's because there's robotaxi that's kind of come out. Let's assume though robotaxi is a failure doesn't come out for 10 years. Okay, let's give you that. Well, they have a 32% profit margin and the only reason why they're charging as high as they can right now is because they can't produce as many cars and they're raising prices in fact. So you're correct. There is no cheap Tesla at this point. But let's assume in 4 or 5 years from now if if they had to, if somebody comes out with a sub $30,000 car, if they wanted to, they can simply reduce the price because their profit margin is at 32%, what it is now, right. despite all the improvements that you're talking about. So they, it, they purposely raised the prices, but it's not like they had to. They could cut it and compete if they needed to, you know? Yeah, but in the meantime, $60,000
1: car, a third of that's profit, 20 grand, Making ten uh, making a thousand cars a day per factory. Do you want to do the math? Three thousand <laughs> times twenty thousand. That's uh what's uh 6, 12, 12 dollars $12 a day? Am i didn't do that right? 120 million a day?
0: My brain's too lazy. I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> okay, I right. so I love your neutral case, your 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 base case, because again, I actually personally think it's a bear case, but I love it. I love that you're being conservative. Okay, 10 million. What's your bull case? And this is at 20 million by 2030. That's your bull case. Okay. Well, what, yes. what would Yes. So, happen? Elon's bull case of 20-ish million uh,
1: is is my bull case. Yeah. And it says new location in China and so new location in China, expansion in Berlin, expansion in Texas and two new factories as yet unannounced. Right. I think we are we may see those announced within the next 12 months. Oh. I don't know if we're going to see it by the end of this year. I think it's a little bit unlikely. Okay. But we may see it within a year or two. Mm. Uh, mine. Year or two. Uh, yeah, a year or two. And then they'll begin production a year after that. So in 24 months, we could see production begin. Is that how you modeled it? Yes. But again, this was a couple months ago. I thought we might. uh Yeah. This will be my bull case in the update coming later this week will be revised downward. It's a hair under $20 now. It's going to be a little bit lower than that because of the later beginning to Giga Next Mm -hmm. 1 and Giga Next 2. But there might also be some upward revisions. I have to look through it all in more
0: detail. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty feeling confident that Indonesia is going to make an announcement. And this is just announcements. These are just saying... We're going to do this. And it's going to take a year, like you said, for the government regulatory bodies and everything to move forward. But they will make an announcement. Uh, Indonesia seems like it's almost like a lockdown deal. They're, on, they're almost making pseudo announcements every month. So My theory is that
1: Indonesia will be a battery factory mm-hmm. rather than a car factory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But and, we will see. Yeah. We will see. The president said that he
0: wants it to be everything, battery and car.
1: Well, yes. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he'd also like it to be rockets. But (laughs) But but, but
0: you'll take what you can get. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Love you. Okay, you're very, very level-headed. Maybe a little too level-headed. I'm the optimist here. Okay, I'll give you that. But So that's pretty cool. So your bull case includes two new gigafactories, and that's it? I mean, just two new for the next yeah. eight years? Plus the expansion that we already talked
1: about so. at the existing locations and a, a serious remodel of Fremont, which would improve capacity substantially.
0: Don't you think that worst case scenario, they announce two new factories, like say next year, like you said, I'll give you that. I'll give you two years from now. Then it takes them two years. Give them two years, not even just one year. That's four years from now, three or four years from now. That's twenty twenty six. And then they're just going to sit there and they're not going to announce two more factories. I am with you a hundred percent. They, they,
1: they will, the, the problem becomes at 20 million, you start not running out of production capacity, but running out of customers.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, potentially for the, for the current, you know,
1: uh, well, cars that any, they have. considering that would make them the largest car company ever, by a factor of two, mm-hmm. you start running out of headroom to grow. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, one time I ordered unlimited breadsticks <laughs> from Olive Garden, and we <laughs> ran out of atoms in the universe. <laughs> so
0: I think there's a limit on those breadsticks. <laughs> okay. I love it. Love it. Uh, okay. So, you know, these... The, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, and and this is existing factories to the capacity with some expansions, they can get twenty million. So your and two new factories
1: and that have not been announced. Two new factories,
0: and that's all they would need to be able to get to twenty million. Because I thought that we had heard many people thinking, "Oh my God, to get twenty million, you'll need ten gigafactories or something like that."
1: I've heard numbers as high as forty million, or sorry, as high as forty factories to hit to hit 20 million. Okay. Well, it's a half, they are only making a half million in Fremont. They'll need 20 of those. Right. So, you know, 40 of those. No, nope, nope. I but see. But to get to 20 million, well, you we're saying 20 factories, but we've already got Fremont, Shanghai, another Shanghai, Berlin, doubling Berlin, Texas, doubling Texas, another new one and another new, one. that's already nine. I see. So that's already nine. And, in the later models, we start counting limited semi-production out of Nevada. And those numbers are a rounding error compared to the whole thing. But there could be, but it could, I could be very wrong and they could be the biggest thing ever. I don't know. Gotcha.
0: Okay. And it's tw- this 20 million includes Cybertruck, semis, um uh, Everything else, wise. plus the
1: compact, plus oh you plus the modern unannounced model, I would assume okay. the van form factor. God. Oh, yes. Because that's yeah. the that's always been, in my mind, the missing piece. And it's certainly not because I drive a minivan and need a minivan.
0: <laughs> but it was because the boring tunnel needs a shuttle. Yes. But, it, okay. <sighs> um, yeah, and this is all assuming that RoboTaxi... We're, we're still talking just car sales, automobile sales to
1: people. So I'm only talking production, not sales. So if Tesla is buying... Is building and not selling a yes. million robo taxis? Yeah, I'm counting that. Gotcha.
0: Okay, it includes because a-
1: whether you're selling it or keeping it, it's this. It's
0: yeah. If you're keeping it, yeah. it's an even more valuable okay. asset. Otherwise, so I, feel I feel better. I feel better because I know that one of the things you and I have a contention with is uh, well, actually I don't know if you and I were having this, but I believe I believe that there are not. There's not going to be a compact car that is going to yeah. be sold to the consumer. I believe that what they're creating is a dedicated robo-taxi. So there's not this car that's going to be $30,000, $40,000 that you're going to buy. They might take the Model 3 and create a variant of that and sell it for a little cheaper, like I said, with a margin. But they're not going to create a net new car. What they're creating is a dedicated robo-taxi. No steering wheel, no pedals, and that's what they're working on today. Um, And then now we heard that you're going to do a robo-van. So whether or not it includes robo-taxi or not, that's – Questionable, right? But I still don't think that they're going to create the subcompact car. So,
1: so, and yes, that is something we've talked about and disagreed about. Um, I saw a fun comment a guy said in, in, on one of my videos, Well, they'll, I'm confident they'll pay dividends by 26 because they'll have too much cash. And I said, <laughs> I My friend, you. there are so many more worlds to conquer. Just just take what you would have given me in dividends and start deploying mega packs that you own. Yeah. Take that money and start buying, you know, robo taxis if if it's time.
0: They're, they're build more factories, build yeah. more battery factories. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the dividends I I may agree with stock buyback. Uh, because yes, they have they're gonna have so much cash. It's unbelievable the projections of how much cash they're gonna have. They're gonna probably rival Apple by 2030 in terms of cash on hand. But um, but the difference between Apple and Tesla is Tesla will continue to build new businesses, like you said, and just keep, keep growing. But even then, this is the question of why haven't, you know, with so much cash on hand, that's why I'm assuming they're not going to just do two gigafactories, net new, in addition to the expansions. There's going to be, you know, more. Uh, well, to be clear, I'm saying four, but I'm saying two expansions and two net new And then the two expansions have actually been announced, uh, you know, kind of like pseudo announced.
1: I think even that is conservative by 2030. No, no, I think there'll be. Yeah, I'm saying by the end of this year. Oh, by the end of this year. Yeah. Very possible, very possible. I I would have agreed more strongly two months ago, but two months have passed, so.
0: Yeah, and and we know that, you know, Elon was in front of the Tesla Silicon Valley uh, owners club. And he was at Giga Texas and he was, you know, kept bringing back the conversation how difficult to ramp up uh, uh, Texas has been um, and Berlin. And so they're struggling, right? This is a struggle. But once they get past this, I just can't see them making the announcements. And it might delay the production, but they've got this under their belt by then, you know. And it's not an
1: existential threat. Yeah, it's not. They've got the cash to burn. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it'll be fine. So, okay, that's your bull case. I love it. 20 million. So, you're feeling you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it when you feel good. Let's tell <laughs> me about your ultra bull.
1: So, uh same thing, but with a third phase in Texas and Berlin and a little bit more expansion on those two unannounced ones. Uh and that's where I stopped getting crazy. Because at twenty four million, I believe they're running out of market. okay,' that'd be still be so this is ridiculous again okay.
0: percentage of the market your ultra bull still doesn't have more gigafactories than your bullcase. Just uh, no it has well, it doesn't have
1: more locations. It has an additional phase in Berlin and Texas okay uh, which would be. You know, which would add another six to nine million
0: square feet to each of those okay. locations. Okay, gotcha. Well, that I agree, that I agree. So that's awesome, that's awesome. 24 million, my gosh. So we're currently at 1 million today, just around mining people. And within eight years, if everything goes right, and this is again, just car manufacturing, we're not even talking about all the other innovations we're talking about. We might get to 20 to 24 million. People are laughing at that. They're thinking there's no sure. way they get there. Even Elon said that it's aspirational. Um, but there's a path. We can see the path. But let's let's even,
1: let's take any of these, let's take the 24 million or the 20 million or even the 10 million, and let's agree that there is a non-zero chance that they will achieve those numbers. Yes, so we all agree. Now let's look at anyone other than GM or Volkswagen and agree that there is a 0% chance that they will hit any of those numbers. And now let's include GM and Volkswagen and look at the 20 and 24 million. There is a 0% chance that either of those companies makes 20 million cars by 2030. Zero. Why, why do you Which say that? Which means this non-zero chance puts Tesla ahead.
0: Why do you say that? Why do you say there's a zero chance that Volkswagen can't get to 20 million? Cause... Because they have no plans to. Mm-hmm.
1: They don't plan to make 20 million cars. They plan to make 10, but more of them electric. Mm-hmm. They, You would need get building, my friend. You'd need to get that shovel out this second if you plan to hit $20 million there you in go. eight years. That's exactly it's right. It's too late. They can't do it. Love it. And we know that their existing factories are woefully out of date because they're not using them. They're building new ones instead, and they're small, half-measure
0: jokes. I love it. Okay, so I do want to explore what we actually think is going to happen beyond the cars, uh, the business mm-hmm. model, the different um, different industries. So when you heard Elon talk about the Master Plan Three, um, mm-hmm. and you heard him say it's about extreme scale, and he also kind of not only talked about Tesla, but he said that there's you know SpaceX and uh, you know he included that in there what's your what was your what did you hear when you when you what were you thinking in your head when you heard that
1: i was very surprised with master plan part 3 mm-hmm. and i mean we haven't seen specific details but it sounds like it's going to be all about scale and less about some of the very specific things a lot of us were expecting so what i hear him saying is you can't make terawatts of batteries using today's supply chain mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Get into mining? Maybe. I mean, we have secured some mineral rights. Make your own batteries. Yes, absolutely. Everything is, everything like what we just talked about in those different cases, it's all extreme scale. And that means the efficiencies of the mega castings and the structural battery packs, those are part of extreme scale. Because you can't, you can't do it if, you know, uh, Volkswagen was complaining. Herbert Deese was complaining that it takes them, what, 20 hours to make a, mm. a Volkswagen ID4? I don't remember the number, mm. but it takes them vastly longer to make one than it does a Model Y yes. in Berlin. And Berlin's retooling to make them even faster. So, extreme scale is extreme speed because time is linear. And in a, on a human scale, a bit <laughs> finite. <laughs> Love it,
0: and, and that, that's why I think people I'm talking to Tesla bulls are actually underestimating when Elon says extreme scale. <laughs> when Elon says extreme scale, that's crazy. I we'd all probably think what he's doing now is extreme scale. They Call them gigafactories, for that matter. They blow people away—the size and the, the numbers that are producing, the speed and. Like we've been talking about, so I, that's where I get I get really excited when I hear extreme scale. I think that that means I, you and I talked about it before that when he says the factory is the product, we're going to be seeing you know more than just two but four giga factories each year. It's going to exponentially grow how many factories they want to produce. I do think that the challenges they're facing with Texas and Berlin right now is caught is why they're delayed. And that you know he needs to get past this but once he figures out how to make texas and berlin functional and production process improved why would they now slow down um and then but in order to accommodate the number of gigafactories they'll need to have and i think that they'll need to have one for a cyber truck they'll need to have one for the semi they'll need to have one for the dedicated robo taxi and now the dedicated van um i was guessing that it's not going to be like another line in the same factory He's going to build a factory for each one of these. But in order to do that, you need to think about the batteries. And so that means additional battery uh, factories as well. And then lithium and may or may not get into mining, but he'll certainly, Mm. they'll have to partner and figure out how to make that happen.
1: Sure. And the original blueprint for Texas had it being built in three phases as three long skinny buildings. Uh And then after they broke ground... Uh, they did the two big fundraising rounds of $5 billion each. Mm-hmm. And it was at that time that they decided to kind of redo the plan and make it one factory. I think uh, Giga Texas may not be focusing exclusively on the Model Y forever because that car is being made in four high-volume factories already. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if four is the right number. When you've got more... If the Model 3 price drops, people may buy more of those. When the Cybertruck comes out, a lot of people will choose that over the Model Y. Same with the Compact, same with any other design, apart from the Semi. The Model Y demand will get under control very soon as production increases. And there's no reason Gigatex as it is couldn't also make... I mean, it was designed to make this the Cybertruck.
0: Well, so... In the last interview, I thought we heard Elon say that Model Three, Model Y, he sees it to three to five million. Did you three to five million? Yeah. Did you catch that? Every single year. I, ever? I don't know, but I mean, that's but my assumption was so. So if that's if if it caps out, which a lot of people think in the Three and Y market is going to cap out at some point, then you do need to have Cybertruck, you do need to have a van, you do need to have a subcompact car. Mm -hmm. is that true or not true absolutely true absolutely true i yeah
1: to get to tiny like i need i need cargo i need to fit six people in a car and i can't even find a seven seat model y to see if my family would fit in it Mm. Uh, i need a minivan do you know so i i just can't buy a tesla right now and i certainly am not in the budget range for a for a model x yeah
0: What's your estimate of the Cybertruck? How many uh, trucks are they going to be making per year? A
1: million. Okay, so a million my guess. So how are they going to get to 20 it's so million? Simple, it's Lego simple. Yeah. It's going to be the, if the nickel price can be brought in under control a little bit, because the stainless steel exoskeleton uses a tremendous amount of nickel, uh, which could be problematic on account of the upheaval on Russia's Western Front, mm-hmm.
0: so we shall see. Exciting! I love it. You're brilliant. So let's let's go back uh, quickly. I want to know more about you. What's your story? Like, where are you from originally? Where'd you grow up? And then, uh, what did you study?
1: Uh yeah. So I'm from the northwest, like like you. Yeah, uh, I grew up in north of the suburbs, north of Seattle. I studied uh, English with an emphasis in creative writing the University of Washington. Okay. And uh after being successful in sales, I burnt out and decided to go back to my first love of comedy. Right. And that. Yeah, that <laughs> did not work out.
0: <laughs> but I we I do find you very very funny and I love your YouTube videos cuz you're always yeah. quite funny. So, okay. I get to explore it. I
1: get to explore it a bit. <laughs> I actually made a movie 5 years ago. Yeah. Which I found out very recently. Uh. Um I got contacted by an old buddy of mine, who uh, wants to represent it and try and get it on a streaming service. Wow. So I may be a movie star. What, you never what, know. What movie? What is this? Is this a comedy? Uh, com- comedy special? Or it's a comedy. Oh, it's a comedy. Herb. It's a real movie. I will. I, I, yeah, I will share. I will share it with you off platform. <laughs> it's. Uh, I hope. I hope you're sitting down. Uh, so yeah, I. Was a banker. I was a, uh, a lot of things, but I owned real estate. Yeah, was yeah, you know. So uh, I've been YouTubing now for mm, I don't know eight eight years or so, and I've had a bunch of different channels, and some of them have been modestly successful. Yeah, and then I decided, let comedy go, Brian. Yeah, and do something that you're actually that you know you're genuinely good at. So I did this, gave myself. I said, gave my, gave myself two and a half months I said 10 weeks. If you're not monetized by then, if you can't get a thousand subscribers in 10 weeks, yeah, call it because you can't do this, this for
0: 2020.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I made it by the skin of my teeth. Wow. So,
0: okay. So yeah. that's interesting. So you actually were doing YouTube for, like you said, eight years and yeah. you were doing comedy. Um, yeah. and then you, until so how did you get into Tesla? How did you fall in love with Tesla or always
1: what? loved electric cars? Yeah. I owned a 2008 Zen electric neighborhood car. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> what? That? Oh yeah. You should look it up. 2008 Zen electric. It's, they only made a couple thousand of them okay. and they were terrible, but it was so cute. and you So much it. fun. Yeah. I got one of those and I always followed Tesla and I don't know, cause it's of course the most exciting electric car and i listened to all the you know i hung out in the different forums and i listened to the podcast and all that and then when the big dip happened when it got to 178 i was like i got to jump in with both feet and i i think my average purchase price was like 198 wow so i'm in in my retirement account at about 38 bucks a share wow and when so when did you uh, start investing in the big dip so what's that 2019 may of 19 okay so it's kind of fun. Every, every time you cross another magical threshold, you get a call from the, uh, from the bank saying, Hey, you should come in for a 2 <laughs> You're rich now. <laughs> free, free. It's a free meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing free with you clowns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so, and so, by the way, if I'd have listened to you, JP Morgan, yeah. your price target on Tesla exactly. is
0: like a nickel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so so you invested in Tesla, but did, did you start your YouTube channel in Tesla before the investment or? Uh, after? after, way after. And then so you started YouTube channel after. You, so, you invested. Did you, you I'm were interested in the mission? You were following them along. Yeah. You uh, invested. In I the, bought the stock on the strength
1: of just uh, Fremont and Shanghai, which yeah. was still under construction. Yeah. I said just those two things. That's my confidence interval. That's all I need. But this
0: is after 2018. So the car, the car, the company was no longer in danger of bankruptcy.
1: Um, I mean, okay. I mean, for a long time it was just teetering, but it was, you know, my thought was my investments had done so poorly that I might as well gamble it, gamble it. If I lose it all, I lose it all. But at least I did it in something that I understand very, very well. Exactly. And that Cybertruck hadn't been announced, yes. And it, it was early days,
0: early days. Well, I most people know by now my story. I invested in twenty twelve, so those are early days for me. It went yeah. up. And I'm very excited about it, you know. And then it been flat for six years. <laughs> That's painful. I don't want to go through that again right now. So hopefully, it doesn't stay flat. Wait, for but you day. got your your additional twenty x there. Yeah. Well, I did not. Uh, I actually didn't get my entire and I was uh, all in uh, already, but then I pulled out a little bit just before the 20x. And mm. then I went back all in again. So yeah. I, I'm a three time startup founder. So I had to like, you know, but you still up. did. good. I still did fine. I did again. still fine. Um, But so that's interesting that, you know, it's the mission that got you in, you invested, then you started your YouTube channel. um and then you decided to make that switch. Are you now full-time YouTube channel? This is it?
1: Yes. So I, we, we bought a different house. We sold the old house, bought a new house, and I had some, uh, money left over to try and make a go of it. Yeah. And, uh, every time I would start getting a little too close to the end, um, I would have a good month. Yeah. So I am quite certain I am the, uh, least uh the lowest income of the full-timers by a decent margin Uh, but yes i am absolutely i'm absolutely full-time
0: yeah i i uh, yeah encourage you to keep going at this you're 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 a great spot i think you have uh, your videos i find them to be highly produced you spend a lot of time you can see it but the intelligence and knowledge that you you do is so much higher than, you know, the others. Some people, of course, are very smart. They're all very good. I'm not going to disparage anybody. But it's like, you know, many of them are sounding the same. They're just repeating the news of what happened today, and they give their opinion. Valuable, very important. You you have real numbers, and you have real analytics. And like you said, we talked about earlier, your your spreadsheet analysis is pretty detailed. And then you have these secret knowledge uh, that seems to have served well. So... I think your projections are really good. And uh, and you're the only one that I, like I said earlier, that's so obsessed with factories uh, mm-hmm. and a little bit, many are also in production numbers, but you know, it all comes together for you. So that's fantastic. Um, so, you know, let's, some of the topics you covered in your YouTube channel, um, you know, one of them was a Cybertruck. You had a couple videos on that, probably more. The one I saw was Cybertruck costs half the competition. And then you had this big one on the Cybertruck features and what makes it brilliant. Give us a summary of the highlights of those two videos.
1: So, the Cybertruck Cost Half was one of my first um, really difficult videos to make, mm-hmm. in part because I had to animate. You know, nobody was really talking about the front and rear castings with the structural battery and the origami shell. How mm-hmm. do you animate that? Wow. And so I went and just uh, played around quite literally with an online Lego builder and uh. just put all the pieces together and then just animated it. But it's simple to build. It has the it has no redundant parts. It's going to have the cheapest battery on the market. It's going to have the lowest curb weight on the market. That means you're going to have cheaper brakes, cheaper wheels, cheaper tires, cheaper suspension, and then and then you've got the weight reduction from those. Now your battery takes you further. Now just make the battery smaller. You lost some more weight. It's a Mm. cascading effect. It's going to make it cheaper to build. Whether it's cheaper to buy is another question, but that goes back to the profitability and just having the flexibility to move it around. In terms of the features, all these new trucks have a lot of bells and whistles, many of which were not available on any truck before, like AC inverters where you can plug stuff in. Uh, It's, you know... Until it's out, it's not super important to discuss or argue. But the people are saying, oh, it'll never sell. Yeah. Okay, great. Bet against it. Bet against it. Let me know how that works out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that Elon keeps repeating that he's saying, this is going to be the most ex- uh, most technologically advanced car that they're going to make, product that they've ever made. So I think he's teasing us. Is this, is this Cybertruck going kind to of float? Is it going to be able to go on water? Um, out of, you know, in factory mode, maybe
1: not. Retrofitting it would be, I assume, quite easy. Because uh, all you need is the gaskets or, you know, just confirm your seals. But I don't think that's an objective. No. Because I think too many people would drive it in salt water. And that mm-hmm. would cause warranty repairs to go up substantially. mm mm-hmm. I think uh, it's, yeah, you know, it's going to have a lot of features, but it, again, we're it's we're still far enough out that it kind of doesn't matter. Hmm. But uh, the it, it's such a striking vehicle, you know. There's no logo on it. Oh, okay. what do you need a logo for? <laughs> the whole car is a logo. So, if someone asks you what that is, you will tell them, and they will never forget.
0: <laughs> That's right. That the whole car is a logo. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. Any so what yeah so what feature are you think do you have any guess of what is going to be like the most striking feature? It's on guess I guess at this point but do you have any hints? No. No. Just just
1: the whole package. The, just the, it's the thing you don't see, which is the ease of construction. These will be once ramped churned out faster than Jeeps were by the military, you know, contractors in
0: world war ii yeah yeah because the, the they is, only made about 400 000 of those yeah and they're so that's iconic too that's an iconic shape an iconic car um so yeah so this is uh elon said that he's estimating by this time next year july of 2023 they'll start producing these right that's um, the hope any movement that you might have seen in the Giga Texas does the show you any movement in the factory development for the sub truck line? No.
1: There was a news report recently that equipment had been ordered that would be used in the manufacture of it, but no report that it's been delivered or anything like that. And I believe it's going to be right. made in that big southwest area uh, where they I believe the permit, the 50,0 000 square foot expansion permit is just inside the building. Yeah. And I believe that's the area which would to me, line up well with trial production beginning in about six months. Gotcha.
0: OK, another thing that you focus on, which I love, is the hunting wild bears section of your YouTube videos. Um, you, you, you love to <laughs> like tear apart some of the bear arguments. Uh, and I love your name, hunting wild bears. <laughs> so what are the uh, top arguments by the bears? And which one of these arguments do you think might actually make some sense? So I've had a really hard time finding
1: bare arguments that aren't plain crazy. Mm. There are a lot of them that um, rely on fuzzy math or just outright deception. Mm. Oh well, there's fraud. There's accounting fraud. Mm. Mm. No, there isn't. Mm-hmm. It's been looked at thoroughly. Uh, well, uh, the com- you know Elon keeps getting investigated, mm. right? Because you guys keep filing complaints. Mm-hmm. Those result in investigations. Nothing ter- comes of it. Uh, The only one I've heard that makes any sense at all is that some of the competition is going to come eventually. Volkswagen is showing good numbers Mm -hmm. in Europe, Mm -hmm. in EVs already. Uh, That means it can be done. We're not seeing them in the US. We're not seeing, you know, GM was already admitted they weren't profitable on their Bolt, and then they cut the price. That's a problem. And they're making up for it by not having to buy regulatory credits for poor mileage, but it's not sustainable. You can't, you can't move forward with that model. But to me, Volkswagen proves that competition can be competent Mm -hmm. and satisfy the market. So that's to me, the only one that makes any sense, but that doesn't mean that, but that's not a bad thing for Tesla. That's a good thing for people, the market is still big. It's not EV versus EV. It's all EVs versus all internal combustion.
0: Yeah. I, I think that you and I, I'd love to be part of it. So I'd love to help create a new performa, but instead of just the cars, I, and others have done this, of course, let's add in the other potential business models. Uh Right, like insurance and robotaxi and bots and yeah. energy. <laughs> Let's do it. Others have done it. I know they have. Um, But I love your detailed analysis, and I'd love to kind of, uh, you know, have your. You know, others have done it, but they're very optimistic, right? And they're very. They, they do back in the napkin math. I'd love to see your specific approach. So, you know, it's um. We can kind of uh, close this down a little bit, but there's so many things that you're so knowledgeable about. I want to have another chance with you if I can, some other way. But sure, you know what's your what's your goal by the end of this decade? That we're, so you we are talking about your projections for the Tesla production for 2030. Where do you see the Brian project projection, the my Tesla weekend projection by 2030? <laughs> uh
1: that's great. Hmm. So, uh, you know, financially. Uh, because everything's in my IRA, I can't touch it. Yeah. That's... Um, yeah. The sock is going to do great, with or without me. Yes. I'm an important part of this team, but uh, I think they'll get by. My objectives would be, you know, pay off the house so that if anything were to happen to me, the wife would be taken care of, the Aww. kids would be taken care of. My objective would be to have the channel at a, at a level where I can spend more time crunching numbers and recording and less time editing. Yeah. Uh, and get... You know, because I've seen other channels do that where they start out doing everything and then they're finally able to get a a professional to do the professional part of it. Yeah. And it'd be... So, yeah, my goal would be that. My goal would be able to, like some of the other big dogs, actually buy these cars. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and of course, uh, lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) And all that requires... It's easy. It's super easy. All it requires <laughs> is a level of commitment I have
0: yet to in- exhibit in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you got commitment. I can see your commitment in your videos. So you can do this. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I just recently uh, learned about Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Beast is uh, oh. the, the number one yeah. YouTuber in the world. And I watched his documentary. And I just learned that he produced a video. He he started when he was 11 years old or something like that, right? Uh, but he did this video that he set to release five years later. Uh, I have was, seen it. When he's 14, right? And he was at 10,000 followers. And he goes, in five years, I want to be at a million. All right? And it's like really <laughs> grainy. It's really old. It's yeah. really poorly done. It's, it's just him. He's awkward and all that. But of course, five years later, he's at 44 million. Um, yeah. And so I think for you... By 2030, I have no doubt, the quality of your videos are so high. You're funny, and then you have these uh, very sharp analytical thoughts and and very interesting things. So I think you're going to be there. So tell me just one last question, something about you that no one knows. (laughs) No one or no one on YouTube? Uh,
1: Here's one you don't know. Yeah. And I probably... Don't think I could probably show it. Let me see here. <laughs> mm, nope. Anyway, I have chips in both of my hands. What? What's a chip? Yeah, I have RFID chips in my hands. Okay. Um, I can email you a picture or something. But they're, uh so one does keyless entry at my old office, and the other one does uh, NFC for like uh, it's got my business card on it. If you wanted to scan it, and uh, for that matter, uh, I have uh, I have magnets implanted in my hand so that I can, here we go. So I could pick up <laughs> iron. I love it. That's a good party trick, buddy. And uh, let's see if this one's going to be strong. Oh too. my
0: God. And
1: uh, But what it actually does is it allows me to feel a DC current, a DC electric field, electromagnetic field. I can feel it vibrate. So
0: I have one more sense than you. You are odd duck, Brian. Very odd, odd duck. Right? I, want to, right? I want to get to know you better. Uh, yeah. Thank and you. And I guess the last yeah. one would be yeah.
1: that technically my facial hair yeah. is a Tesla logo.
0: They'll show me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think everybody oh. can see that.
1: <laughs> it was, I was probably 80 or 90 videos in before someone commented. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oh, so, finally!
0: Thank you. You uh, had just had me on your channel, uh, yes. a month ago or something like that, and uh, yeah, it was great. And it was a great. And I was so appreciative of it, and uh, thank yeah. you for that. But it was funny that the one guy commented that said that you look like the Gerber baby. And I look like a corporate ninja. (laughs) It is like, it's funny. Your face looks like a corporate ninja, a a, a Gerber baby. A grown-up Gerber baby. But I'm not a corporate ninja. But okay, fine, I'll take it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is a pretty good one. Hey, I don't know, you know, the the Tesla community tends to be a lot nicer. But some of the comments you'll see on some videos, you're just like,
0: yeah. Do you know that there's a human on the other end of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a few. But uh, OK, well, thank you, Brian. Uh, really, really, really appreciate this. Honestly, this was fun, um, full of knowledge. You're the only one that knows so much about manufacturing, GigaFactory uh, construction, and then the production numbers you walked through. Everybody follow Brian on his YouTube channel. He's got two of them My Tesla Weekend and uh, My Tesla Live. Hopefully you learned something new. And if you did, please subscribe and like. That's it. So hopefully we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Herbert. Bye.